0: Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast Network. Looking forward to today's show because my boy Spice Adams is going to join us in the Hangin' Ron Johnson segment and the Daily Three. Stick around for that. He has a great story about projectile vomit in the middle of traffic. I have no idea what that's about, but stay tuned for that. And also, we got to talk about the Gophers. Mo Ibrahim, PJ Fleck, told us on the PJ Fleck Show, Mo Ibrahim is back. But there's something about this Illinois versus Gophers game That is going to be very important that not a lot of people are realizing between these two teams. Stay tuned for that. Coming up next on the Ron Johnson show.
1: On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. One of a kind opinions, big name guests, the teams you care about every, every, every day. It's the Ron Johnson show, part of locked on sports, Minnesota. And it starts now.
0: Welcome to the Ron Johnson Show, and I am your host, Ron Johnson. Before we jump into the show, remember, you can now find Locked On Sports Minnesota on Amazon Fire and Roku. Download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app to get all your favorite shows. Well, as I stated in the open, on today's show, we're going to talk about PJ Fleck and the PJ Fleck show and the comments he made. As I bring Sam Extrempen to the show, my producer, Sam, i don't know if you had a chance to watch the pj Fleck show but we had him on yesterday and uh and this is the thing about college football there are no injury reports you can lie through your teeth about players and you can put it out there so the other team has to prepare and this is this is one thing i'll say pj fleck was like nope moe's back at practice he actually said moe if he had 24 to 48 more hours to play that game. So meaning if it had been a night game, maybe even or a Monday night football game for the Gophers versus Purdue, Mo would have played. He said Mo went through warmups. Mo was out there trying to go. The medical staff said, you know what? It's not worth it because of who you are, where you're going to fall with this draft class and why risk it when it's a simple injury that can heal quick. It's just, you know, a little a little lower leg injury. But if you go back out there and tweak it, then you're setting yourself back. So they say, you know what, sit out another week, you know, miss this game, rest it, rest it for Monday, Tuesday, and then come back to practice Wednesday, which he did. And PJ Flex said Mo was out there. Sorry, no, came back for Tuesday's practice. Mo was out there Tuesday, and he said, man, the energy, the excitement around the team. And this is the thing, Sam, I- I'll bring up when you talk about Gophers versus Illinois. One, when this game was on the calendar, everybody circled Gophers win this one. The tough games we talked about were Michigan State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa. Well... That's why I love college football, because it is now, throw that all away. Michigan State wasn't easy. Purdue became the hard game, and now Illinois. Now, Penn State's still going to be a tough one, 6.30 p.m. kickoff on ABC. But Illinois, Brett Bielema, this is going to be a tough game for the Gophers for this reason. Illinois has now has the number one defense in the Big Ten. They've only allowed three touchdowns, and they've given up nine field goals. Now, who's right behind them? The Gophers. So you saw the Iowa Illinois game all field goals. I think it was like six to nine or something or something stupid, twelve to mm-hmm. nine. It was a dumb score. Yeah. PJ Fleck kind of made a point about that. He said, you know what? It's going to be another one of those type of games. Whoever doesn't give up quicker, meaning both teams are going to run the ball. Both teams want to grind it out. Both teams want to set you up with a play action and try to get a big play or an explosive. Well, who's going to bend first? Who's going to break first of these two teams? And that's going to be the team that comes out with a win. I think the Gophers losing to Purdue early might have actually helped. It might actually knock them back to reality. Like, you know what? We can't go into these games thinking just because we're the favorite, because Vegas has us winning, because the fans and the experts have us winning, that we're going to win these games. I think now it's a wake-up call to walk into Illinois Stadium and say, this is a good team. Like they took Iowa down. And now they're trying to come after us. They took Wisconsin down. Like Illinois is a good team. Illinois is technically the best team right now. Just right now. They're the best team in the West. So when you think about that with Illinois and what the Gophers need to do, one, you beat Illinois, you get a loss somewhere else from some other teams, you're back in the Big Ten Championship. Like I said that before, it's not over. You still can beat Iowa because they don't look good, and you still can beat Wisconsin, even though Paul Chris is gone and they've changed it. But, Sam, I'll say this. If Mo Ibrahim doesn't play, how do you feel about this Illinois-Minnesota game? If he doesn't play. If he doesn't play. Because, again, coaches can say whatever they want. Like Because P.J. Fleck... Tongue-in-cheek, you know, kind of said it as well. He said, I forgot what game mm-hmm. they were playing, but he was like, yeah, he's talked about this guy playing all week, and they had no – they had no something of – like they had no indication he ever was going to play, but the coach kept saying he was going to play all week. But what do you think about that?
1: Well, Illinois stops the run. Even, even if Mo does play, I'm worried about Illinois stopping the run. And Illinois is going to be charged up. They're top 25 now, and mm-hmm. that is a rare spot for Illinois to be. Uh who was it? Juice Williams back in the day. Like they haven't been yep. this good since Juice Williams. Um and uh Richard Mendenhall, I want to say. Like those were kind of yep. the stars. Aurelius back Ben then. was the receiver. Aurelius Ben, yes, yes. Um, but this is a, this is new territory for Illinois, and they stopped the run. Like not only is their defense just good in general, but their run defense in particular is really good. Um they've only allowed more than a hundred yards on the ground once. And that was in a, a huge win against Wyoming, so it's not like it really hurt them that badly. They're allowing 2.3 yards per carry run, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And what and what burnt the Gophers against Purdue, their inability to run the football without Mo, and yep. and that's something that in the past I think this team has actually excelled at is finding a way to get their number two, three, and four running backs to to be successful. Didn't happen against Purdue. So if Mo doesn't play. Uh, yeah, then I am worried. Then it's really on the offensive line to create big holes, to to set the tone, be the point of attack on all those run plays. Because when the Gophers get outside their identity and they can't run the football, that's when they get a little bit uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And and when you look at this defense, because you, you brought it up, Illinois defense uh, passing, they've only given up 160 yards in the air per game. Uh, You look at Minnesota's giving up 140. Neither of these teams are pass heavy. But Daniel Jackson, Daniel Jackson has been a bright spot in the down of Chris Altman-Bell. And we asked P.J. Fleck this yesterday on the P.J. Fleck show. Like, you know, it it seems like from Tyler Johnson to Rashad Bateman to Chris Altman-Bell and now Daniel Jackson, year after year, P.J. Fleck has found a way uh, to kind of create a kid, to get a kid in this offense uh, to be really good when it comes to the receiving game. You know, Matt Simon, hats off to Matt Simon, uh, offensive coordinator or, or pass game coordinator and receivers coach. Um, he's doing a great job of mentoring these receivers and really getting them going. Local hometown kid, played high school football at Farmington High School, uh, was a receiver. Uh, so he's doing a great job. Him and P.J. Fleck both. P.J. was a receiver. So, you know, of course, the receivers probably are going to be one of his bread and butters that he's going to recruit and look at and, and try to grow. And um, when you look at Daniel Jackson, I think that's the key to this Illinois game as well. Daniel Jackson has to have one of those games. Like, we know what those type of games are. Like, that game where you're like, man, this okay. This Daniel Jackson kid is good. Uh, you look at Dalen Wright. Dalen Wright has to wake up. He has not woken up at all this year. Like, it, it's, it's been the Daniel Jackson show. Dalen Wright hasn't done much. Uh, Brevin spanned forward in the past game as well uh pj fleck mentioned drop balls i think that's the key in purdue he had a lot of drop balls tanner morgan did throw three pricks picks but you had a lot of drop balls uh the thing we are have to keep an eye on too at illinois they don't show you anything like that was the sneaky kind of intel from pj they don't show you anything pre-snap like they're gonna stand still pretty much and they're trying their best not to give it away. They're going to disguise coverage. They're going to disguise the blitzes. They're going to disguise the rushes. Like they don't really move a ton. Uh, he said they kind of line up and and make it look real basic, and then they do all this crazy moving around stuff. And so that's going to be the key. But Tyler Newbin, you know, he was our guest on the on the PJ Flex Show, and you know, former or current safety. I love what he said. Tyler Newbin said, "You know what? When I step on that field, my goal is to ignite a fire in my team." under my teammates butts like I want to I want to be infectious Mm -hmm. but I want to do it by example not by voice I don't he doesn't like when you hear him on the pj flexor if you go back and watch that you can stream it it's uh it's on now um he doesn't say much like he's really quiet uh really funny but quiet like he's not a talker but the one thing he does do he says he's like man I'm gonna be out there by example I'm gonna hit somebody I'm gonna celebrate I'm gonna talk you know I'm gonna make sure my teammates know like if we're riding you riding with me Um, I think that's going to be the key. you got to walk into Illinois and punch them in the mouth and keep their fans quiet. If they can early, early come out and show Brett Bielema this is not a Gopher team he's ever seen before, a caliber of player he's ever seen before with the Gophers, Um, this is going to be a good game. You know, this is going to feel like uh, one of those battles of back in the day, like when Brandon uh, Lloyd was there, you know, when Illinois was good. Like you said, Juice Williams, like they were good. And that was one of those games where you're like, man, this Illinois team is good. Like it was like everybody was doing squeeze the juice. I think Brewster was the – not a thing. I know Brewster was the coach. Uh, It was the whole squeeze the juice thing. Uh, Brewster clearly was not the answer. But when you look at this game, Sam – in my mind, I think this is when the gophers can win. I think this is a good thing that everybody is not high on the gophers right now because now they can go back to being the hunter and not the hunted. Being the hunted, you have extra. You have to kill and make sure you're not killed. But when you're the hunter, you're just chilling. You're waiting in the weeds. You're like Spice Adams after a dive into the bushes. You're chilling. You're just looking around. Like, I'll get up when I'm ready. I'll shoot when I'm ready. When I have, when I got you in my sights then I'll take the shot. And I think that's where the Gophers are right now. You beat Illinois, the whole narrative changes back. Gophers are now a favorite to win the West. They, of course, have to beat Iowa-Wisconsin, but it's still there for the taking, and then they have to go play Ohio State unless Michigan finds a way to knock Ohio State off and Michigan ends up in the playoff, or not the playoff, but the uh, Big Ten Championship, like they were last year. So it can happen. We'll never forget, hardball finds a way. We keep saying it's going to be Minnesota, Ohio State, or whoever versus Ohio State. It could be Michigan. Like, never write Michigan off, because hardball loves to beat up on Ohio State and do whatever he has to do to do it. And they have the team this year. Blake Corham is really good. He's a really good running back. Uh, and I think they found their quarterback. Like, that's been Harbaugh's issue. He hasn't had a quarterback he trusts. It looks like they have a guy they trust now. Ronnie Bell is healthy. Like, they are they're looking really good. But the Gophers, before they get to Michigan or Ohio State, like P.J. Flex says, this is the 0-0 Illinois championship season. And they got to get it done. They have to. There's no question about it. But we got Spice Adams coming up in the Hangover Ron Johnson segment. And remember, Locked On Sports Minnesota gives you endless Vikings talk with local experts. Get your daily 30 minute dose of sports with Carol Evans, sports director, Reggie Wilson, going back and forth with his co host, Luke Emmett. It's fast, it's fun, it's superior sports talk. It's your daily Minnesota sports show. We've
1: got some big news at betonline.net to report. That's your number one source for all sports wagering information. Gophers, Illinois, first of all, minus six and a half. The Gophers are favored in Champaign. Very tiny over under, 39 and a half. So they're expecting like a 23-17 Gophers win. Minnesota fans would take that for sure. Now some news in that Vikings-Dolphins game. Currently off the board. Vikings were favored by three. Then there was some thought that maybe Tua or Teddy would play. They took it off the board. Recent reports indicating that Skylar Thompson, the third string quarterback, will start So I would expect to see that back on the board soon, maybe with a new line. So check that out at BetOnline.net. See how much the Vikings are favored by. It's your number one source for all sports wagering info, not just NFL or college football, but MLB playoffs, UFC, boxing, golf, all of the above. BetOnline.net. Use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
0: Now it's time for the part of the Ron Johnson show I love. And this is a fan favorite, uh, you know, of mine and the world, of course. Spice Adams, my best friend. uh, Had a great time, you know, for the Hall of Fame ceremony. Spice surprised me. Didn't know he was coming. Bought my nephew up. Uh, My best friend, Jeff McCall, came up as well. Um, I want to thank Spice Adams for joining me in the Ron Johnson show. Hang on, Ron Johnson segment. Uh, Spice, let's jump out there, man. Like, your son... Uh, and I got a text from Justin Guard, uh, who was the host of the uh, Hall of Fame show. He still is laughing at how you just do not believe anything your son says. Uh, you've had injuries in football. Your son recently suffered an injury in football. Uh, nothing too serious, but 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 kind of like a, a blood clot in his arm, not allowing him to fully extend. Yeah. Going to have to let it get it go away. But you gave him absolute hell for, like, trying to jump over a guy. And then you showed us, like, the clip by clip of, like, yeah, it didn't happen the way he thought it was going to happen. Uh, what is that like, man, being a dad, uh, having to deal with a son now playing football? Well, why do you give him so much crap, man? I, like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, because I, I try to tell him and explain things to him. And it's like, he doesn't believe it until it actually happens. And it's like, dude, this is what I'm trying to get you away from. But you you don't understand it until it actually happens. I'm like, Anthony, if you put your hand in the fire, you're going to burn yourself. And he's like, no, no, I won't. I'll be careful. And he puts his hand in and he's like, oh, this is what you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, man, the, the play. the. The guy that was trying to tackle him didn't even like he didn't even lower his shoulder like he was standing straight up. How can you think you're going to jump over somebody? You can't even dunk a basketball yet. But you think you can just jump over somebody who's standing there? Like I don't I don't get I don't get him sometimes. He has a beautiful mind. I will tell him that.
0: But you never got a chance to touch the football like at your age when you were his age you were a striper like you weren't allowed to run the football uh you couldn't catch yeah. so you just had to play lineman so how can you even I'm try to like <laughs> i could <can> catch you. <laughs> how could you try to explain to a kid how to play tight end and you were the furthest thing from it you actually were the center and the guard like you were the furthest thing from the tight end like Dude, you, you can't I'm, you you have no idea what's on. going through a tight end's mind
2: I, I, i'm a football player man you think when it was time to start playing football, they just said line up at, at at linemen, and that's it. Dude, I used to go to parks and play running back and play tight. I played every position at the parks. You know that. You know how it was <laughs> in Detroit. Everybody was a running back. Everybody was a quarterback, a wide receiver. We played two-hand touch. We tackled. We played sideline pop, like all of that <laughs> stuff, man. You know how it was. In Detroit, everybody a superstar. <laughs> Uh every block you go to, every different neighborhood is always like, oh, you got to see so-and-so, so-and-so. <laughs> Little Pookie, he's nice. He's nice over here. But you go over two blocks over, oh, you got to play Ray Ray. Oh, man.
0: You know how. It is. <laughs> well, talking about quarterback, running back, you just brought it up, tight end receiver. Kind of transitioning to transition into the Bears. Uh, your hometown team, uh, you're, you're on uh, inside the Bears with Lawrence Screenden. Uh, Spice Adams, explain to us right now from a insider standpoint, but then also you're around the fans, you're on Twitter, so you get the fan tweets. Uh, how do the fans feel about the Matt Eberflus kind of experiment so far? Was well, different than
2: what it was last year, and um, you know I like what I saw out of them playing the Vikings. They could have gave up, they could have quit last year. I think the Vikings probably would have blew us out. With the squad they have now, the way they're playing now, they probably would have blew us out. But we saw a lot of fight in the game. And uh, I was impressed with the second half of Justin Fields. Um, we saw some things that we are are hopeful for in the future that we have been waiting to see for a while now. And uh, a lot of the fans here really appreciate that. And uh, but hats off to you guys. The Vikings are looking very good right now. Very good right now. They're sitting pretty. They already beat Green Bay, beat the Bears. I think it's going to be tough um, with the Lions because I think the Lions scored the most points in all the NFL. It's just their defense. But as far as Chicago is concerned, um, we saw a lot. Uh, we saw a lot of improvement out of Justin Fields um, playing against the Vikings. So. Um, if he can continue to have the success that he had in the second half with you guys, I think we could beat Washington and we can we can beat the teams we're supposed to beat. It's not looking good this year, but it's not looking terribly bad. They 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 play harder under Iberfoos. I will say that.
0: Okay, okay. So Dan Campbell type of result from the Bears so far. So when you look at Justin Fields, though, I mean at Ohio State. He was good. I mean, obviously, he's mm-hmm. first-round pick, really good. Uh, C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, really good. Uh, first-round pick, allegedly, or will be, you know, top quarterback taken. One of them. When you think about the 471 pass yards before this Vikings game, which was last in the NFL, what is it about Justin Fields? Because it happened last year too. It was. It, it has not looked good. So, and but Jalen Hurts is successful. Is it going to be an offensive coordinator that needs to just redesign his offense to fit Justin Fields and stop trying to get Justin Fields to fit in their offense?
2: I don't think so. I think it's just like a a comfort level type deal. It's like he he has to get more comfortable in the pocket and understand the timing of things because now – it's almost as if he's a rookie all over again. Like, you got a new Mm -hmm. offensive coordinator coming in, you got a new quarterback coach, and you have new terminology. When he was a rookie last year, he had to learn everything and had to learn the terminology and learn how to command the huddle because everything was new to him. And now you go into your second year, and you have to do it all over again. It may be the same Mm -hmm. plays that you ran last year, but it has a different terminology. So he has to learn that on the fly, and and it's tough. And you you still have to gel with your wide receivers, and um, it's, it's it's a difficult task. But I like to give quarterbacks three years in a system. He's only been in this system now for a couple of months, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, last game was you you could see that he's he's trying to get comfortable, and all these things are going to take time. Everybody wants to win like right now today, and that's understandable. But at the same time, you still have to gel together. I mean, look at the Raiders. The Raiders, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Derek Carr, Devontae. I mean, come on, man, they got a squad, but you still got to play together. I mean, even yeah, remember the Lakers. They they had they they went and got Gary Payton. They went and got Karl Malone. Yep. Like all, but they. They, they didn't jail together, so it's just going to take some time. But
0: them dudes was like 60, though, at that point. They wasn't like Dwayne, Wade, yeah, LeBron, true. and Chris Bosh. They was like 60, yeah. Gary Payton, Carl Malone. Yeah, I, I remember that. I was hoping they could have got one because Gary Payton deserves a ring. They went but, they went to the finals, know. though. Yeah, they did, but they just was old. They was old. That's yeah. like, you know, that's like when the... when they when the, like uh, you. The, They uh, look the like 70s, you in the face right the now. 19- <laughs> when a 1970s team comes back and it tries to play, are you going you know, to die? That at some point, are you going to die? That? You're a hater. No, man. I'm, 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 I'm mature. <laughs> this is, this is maturity. When I speak to the young, okay. I got a chance to talk to Tyler Newman yesterday. Go for safety. See, yeah, he was listening to everything I was saying because he's like, man, this dude looks old. How that wise. make you feel? Like, he, how he knows some things. It felt good. Like I'm glad to be the wise one. Like I remember growing up and you know this in Detroit, we've seen some old heads try to talk to us and we'd be like, "Hey man, get 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 away from me with that crap." Like, I don't know what you talk <laughs> about in the 691s, in the 224s, two, two in the 367, like, get over there with that. Like, what are you trying to talk to me about, man? I am not about to Tom <laughs> or uh Tom Cruise's thing and join Scientology. Like, go ahead on, man. Go ahead on. Go ahead. On. Like <laughs> Like he was listening to me, he asked for my phone number. He's like, "Man, can I get your number, man? Because I need you right now." I'm like, "I got you, bro. I got you." So I feel good. I feel good. But hey, I'm not gonna lie. You know, if if I got a hot date with the wife, I might, I might a little bit, you know. But no, I like the grays. I like. <laughs> I got a commercial shoot. I might have a commercial shoot. I gotta, I gotta get it darker right. for the commercial shoot because they need somebody to be 34, not 42. So you know, I gotta darken it up everybody. for the commercial. You know, don't hate. So two two quick ones before we get to the daily three. One, uh, because I know she's gonna I'm gonna tweet at her about this one. Lauren Screenden, you work with her. Um, very nice young lady, it seems like. Uh I, I saw her TikTok in the rain, uh, drinking wine and spilling it all over herself. One, how is it like working with Lauren and, and how do you rate her TikTok game right now? Her TikTok
2: game is I want to say it's up to date. She okay. knows what's going on. She knows the the trends that are out here and, um, you know, she, she keeps it professional. She keeps it a buck. I will say that, but it's, uh, it's, it's been great working with her. It's, we've been working together now for seven years and, uh, she's the ultimate professional. She is very, she's funny. Even when she's not trying to be, that's, that's when I think she's the funniest when she's not trying to be. And, uh, we had the the best uh segment we did was the uh the one chip challenge. Ah, uh, it was it was oh, so funny, man. Oh man. She she bit into that chip and she was like, oh, this is this isn't bad. Next thing you know, she was she was red. And I, I gave her like a smoothie and she was sipping it, whatever da-da-da. But what she didn't tell me is when she left she got into some traffic and she had to open up the door and just throw up over the sideway. Like it was, it it was bad, man. Just the story that she was telling me about it like afterwards. But when she actually took the chip, she was acting like a straight up G. Like, oh, you know, this is cool. It was pretty hot, but you know, I'd be able to manage. But she left, like projectile. So I always remind her of that every time I see her. I say, hey, (laughs) Lauren. I'm going to send you the video, man, man, when she was drinking. I'm going to send you the video when she was drinking a smoothie. Ah, it's hilarious, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of videos and social media, one last one before we jump into the Daily 3 with Spice. Um, You do Spice Reactions, after the Bears game, we've oh. done some Penn State ones as well. By the way, Penn State plays Minnesota 6:30 p.m. ABC next week. Uh, out. out looking forward to that. I think Kirk Herb street's going to be there probably because it's on ABC. So pretty sure game day is going to show up. So I'm, they might call Spice to come do the picks, um, and, and just don't get out there like uh, my man from uh, the Hangover talking about. Uh, I would give a shout out to uh Ho, you can or you complete me Ho Trend. Like it was like that's her name. Relax. That's her. Have you seen that one with Desmond Howard? Yes. Oh, my God. That is the funniest thing ever. But talking about the spice reactions, man, like explain. I get the first three in your spice reactions from this Vikings game. But what is the last one? Like in the fourth quarter, and you see it here, you got first quarter, you know, you super confused. Uh, Second quarter, you're coming to give your speech to the team. Um, You know, you're trying to get the team going, and I think they had it. Third quarter, okay, Justin Fields, Vikings is stalling a little bit. By the way, the Vikings have one of the worst offenses in the third quarter so far this season, but they've found a way to get it done in the fourth. And in the fourth quarter, man, like explain it. Like what is this? What are you doing right there? Like what is that?
2: This is to jump in a bush somewhere, man. I mean, is it what's there to explain, man? Fourth quarter, we self-implode. And you just want to go run somewhere and just jump behind some bushes. You remember uh the meme with Homer Simpson just? Oh, okay,
0: I got like, it. This so is you're just going to hide. Thing. You're going to hide. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm I was like, I was like, what is, what is that? Like, what are you doing? Exactly. What is
2: that? What is that fourth there- quarter?
0: What but it was happened? there a pad? Did you put a pad back there or something to land on in the bushes, or are you just landed on the ground?
2: Ryan, this was what you call a bad idea. I, I should not have done this. Uh I like to call myself a fat stunt man, but it's different in the 40s. You know, in my head, thinking about doing this in my 20s and my 30s, I'd have been cool. But 40s, I hurt my back doing that, Ryan. I hurt my back. <laughs> I hurt my back this is gonna be com- completely honest it uh it hurt pretty bad to do that but
0: <sighs> story in the life of, of being me man why did you get a like a gymnastics mat or something like that's what stunt dudes do even if they are fat fat stunt people use mats like what were you thinking ron you've
2: known me for true 30 plus years True. You know, True. I don't think these things all the way through. I never think with the end in mind. I just go. <laughs> That's it. That I just go. I don't think. It's like football. I don't think. You just go and react. I'm like, oh, this would be funny. Let me run and jump into this bush, and then when I landed, I was like, oh, that was. A, you should see. I had the. I had the camera on a tripod. You should see how long it took me to go get the camera. The camera was taping <laughs> for another 10 to 15 minutes. I'm like, I got no more memory left. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I wish I had that feeling of how long it took me to get up out of those bushes to go and get the phone off of the tripod. It took it took oh, a long man. time. <laughs> and then I had those boots on, those rain boots. I am about to say, the to, like, boots, knee. yeah. Yeah, it was was like, let's jump into this daily
0: three, man. Let's jump into this, man. We got three questions, three minutes each. Spice going to take a minute, something. I'm going to take a minute, something. Sam's going to try to stump us. But before we do, check out our Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast on YouTube. Follow every Twins, Vikings, Wild or Wolves game. Our Locked On team hosts are broadcasting live with team insiders. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to Locked On Sports Minnesota on YouTube. And remember, the Amazon Fire and the Roku apps now have an app. The Locked On Sports Minnesota app, please download it. You can watch all the videos. You can see Spice Adams jump into the bushes. Do whatever you want. But it's time for Sam to take over.
1: Well, I got to apologize to Spice, first of all, because Spice, I send a daily three to a new guest every single day and I just copy paste it in and then I change the questions. Well, I sent you. The questions that we sent to our guest yesterday. So you got questions about the wild and the timberwolves. I'm not we're I'm not gonna ask you yeah. about those. I'm I'm I apologize. Okay. Um, Ron, I think you got the correct ready. questions.
2: <laughs> I was ready.
1: <laughs> you must have been super confused. But uh, Spice, I wanted to ask you about the Bears. I wanted your take. What is the next season? And maybe it's this season. When is the next season that you think the Chicago Bears will be in the playoffs?
2: Oh, great question there, Sam. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I don't know the answer to that question, Sam, OK? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was going to be this year. I thought it was going to be last year. I thought it was going to be the year before that. And I've been wrong every single time. So since I've been wrong, I'm going to say next year. (laughs) Why not? I mean, what what difference does it make? I'm I'm tired. We need to win right now.
0: (laughs) If the Bears do make the playoffs, so it's a bonus question before I give my answer. If the Bears make the playoffs next year, are you going to do the stomach out Dance to get the game going on the sidelines. Listen,
2: Ron. The mascot here is Staley. I if, if, if we make the playoffs next year, there are gonna be two mascots. And you know how I get down. When we was in high school, I got the, the Spirit Award. I, I was basically the mascot for our high school. And everything continues through college, through the pros, through now me <laughs> being retired. You already know how I get down. If we make the playoffs next year, I'm not keeping it a secret. Everybody <laughs> going to know. Everybody going to see me. I'm going to have face paint oh, on. Man. It is going to go <laughs> down.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we're ready for that <laughs> one, but I, I can't wait for it, though. So let me give let me give the fans a little. I'm going to help the Bears fans out here. So this is the thing about the playoffs right now. Seven teams make it. Who knows if the NFL gets even more greedy like college football, which I hope they do and put eight teams in the playoffs and just say, screw it. Let's just, let's just go a full 16 teams, make the playoffs. Half the league goes, half the league goes home. I like that idea. If that happens, I'd say the Bears will be in there because I think they're on the, on the precipice of, of, of being in it. So this is the thing. Hoover. Yeah, you like that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you look at nice. the Eagles, the Cowboys. I don't see them falling off in the next year or two. And so I'm looking just at the NFC. You got the 49ers. Uh, I think they're going to get Trey Lance back. They'll be fine. They'll still have the run game. Rams, I don't know. Because when Matthew Stafford throws it in, who knows? You got the Vikings and the Packers. Bucks are going to fall off. When Tom Brady's done, the Bucks are going to fall off. The Saints and the Falcons and the Panthers. So that, that division in NFC South right now without the Bucks, they're looking like the NFC East a few years ago when everybody sucked in the NFC East. So if the NFC South becomes the new trash of the NFC, I think the Bears have a chance. But I think like in two years, like when Tom Brady walks away finally at the ripe old age of 44 after Giselle says, hey, look, if you really want this, you got to walk away now. Because everybody knows people threaten and they don't ever really go. Like she's going to get one last shot. And then like Tom Cruise, he's going to ride off and go get his girl and make it all right, and Antonio Brown's going to – Brown can never just make a point and just make that point.
2: You always got to put some mess behind it.
0: So I say two years, but it's got to be Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady gone from their teams, and I think the Bears have a chance to get in the playoffs as a wild card. So that's three teams from the NFC North, or because also remember the Packers are going to lose Aaron Rodgers. So I think it could become a Vikings-Bears-NFC North for a while. So about two, two, three years when, when Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Matthew Stafford walk away.
1: So when all the quarterbacks teams. are gone, that'll, that'll open up. Ryan is the what you call a hater. Ryan the a hater. <laughs> uh, he calls me that too. Um, last two questions I want to talk about NFL overachievers and underachievers. So let's start with the overachievers. Spice, who? which team has surprised you most in the NFL in an overachieving sense so far?
2: The Eagles, for sure. Especially mm-hmm. after the years, just the whole NFC has had. I mean, the NFC East has had. So I would say, and and then the Giants. I would say the Giants more so than the Eagles because, I mean, goodness, they are balling right now, man. I can't even, mm-hmm. you can't even hate on them. And even when uh, Daniel Jones went down, he went to Wildcat. Like, they just make the adjustments right now, man. The defense is doing good. They're hitting on all cylinders right now, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would definitely say the Giants and the Eagles for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I'm i going to stick in that Ram. I was going to say the Giants at 4-1. When you watch that Packers game, you look at Saquon Barkley. I agree with what Spice is saying. Them being able to do things like that, like, you know what? We're going to run the ball. Stop it. Like, that, that right there shows that, that they are like Serrano out there with the big balls, and they're like, look, we putting them in the backfield, stop them. Like, you figure this out. And I'm pretty sure at some point there's going to be a twist when they play the Vikings, probably. They're going to, you know, Christmas Eve, they're going to roll out the, the Wildcat with a pass from Saquon because I've seen him throw the ball at Penn State. So I'm going to make sure I have to remind Harrison Smith of that. Like, the boy can throw. So don't, don't run up thinking you need to help because he can throw. Um, but I'm also going to say the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Like, at three and two, it seems like I mean, they're right behind the Bills. They're ahead of the Dolphins because of Tua. The Patriots aren't doing well in that division. Like, I get it. Zach Zach Wilson is a first rounder. They got Sauce Gardner. They got all these picks, and they should be good. But I don't. I still don't think people believed in the Jets. And yes, they beat a Dolphins team that that was hurt, and they put somebody out there named Skyler Thompson to play quarterback. Uh, until Jamie Fox suits up, Miami has no shot. Like. They need Willie Beeman. Uh, but the fact that the Jets are where they are, which means if they find a sneaky way to knock off one of these teams and the Bills take a drop, the Jets become the number one team in the AFC East. Like, that's weird. I didn't, never thought that would happen. So I'm going to go with the J-E-T-S Jets. But that whole New York, that New York is just overachieving as a whole. Like, I, I don't know, like, New York football was bad for a while, and now – I mean, both teams are winning. You got alumni for the Jets actually showing up to games and posting pictures that they're there. Joe Namath was there. <laughs> Shout out to Braylon.
2: Shout out to Braylon. <laughs> hey, but underachiever Sam, the Rams all day. I mean, they basically got the same nucleus, other than OBJ. But then they add. Hey, that's the next Allie question, Robinson, man. You
0: can't jump the gun. Still can't get You got to wait for the clock We were doing over and under. We no, got we six just did seconds left. over. We did both overs. Now it's
1: unders. Oh my bad. <laughs> Spice, I know you got a thing coming up. Maybe you have to go, but I was going to ask you about the underachievers too. So, the uh <laughs> who who would you say the Rams? The Ram. Rams are your Man, you. Got yeah. The, you got the best defensive
2: player in the world on your team. Then you got Uh, And Aaron Donald, and you got Leonard Floyd. You basically have the same team that was in the Super Bowl, who won the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl, and you can't get it done. Like y'all lost Von Miller, okay. Y'all lost OBJ, okay. Y'all lost Robert Woods, okay. But other than that, y'all still got the same nucleus. So why aren't y'all winning these games, McVay? What is going on? They are really underachieving right now. I really thought that they were gonna make some noise, and they haven't been. They look very they look like when you give Superman the kryptonite and then all his powers is just like, oh, I don't know if I can fly anymore. I don't know if I could use my my eye laser. Like it looked like Incredible Hawk and Thanos show up. That's what the Rams look like. Incredible Hawk. Oh, Did you see how terrible incredible Hawk look when Thanos show up? Ah, oh, it's embarrassing.
0: He was with them for a minute, then he took the L. Um, I'm gonna go my underachieving team both I got two one it's just kind of because it's annoying at this point the Denver broncos because russell wilson did all this less ride stuff sierra out there making TikToks and stuff and you know they thought this was going to be you know the seahawks 2.0 no they are the sea chickens 2.1 like they are horrible um i don't know if it and then you got rg if rg3 is coming to defend russell wilson and get into a fight with shady mccoy like all hell has broken loose at this point in Denver. Like, I never would have had that on my bingo card. RG3 has to defend Russell Wilson and fight Shady McCoy. Like, what is going on? But my my, my main one for me, as uh, John Madden would say, the Raiders. Or Chris Berman, I think, said it that way. Yeah, Chris Berman said it. The Raiders. Like, you got Derek Carr, who got you to the playoffs last year. You added Devontae Adams. You have Darren Waller. You got Josh Jacobs you got Max Crosby, you got a solid defense, you have a really good offense, you have weapons, and you are not winning games at all. I mean, you look at the stats from the receiving core, um, you know, Darren Waller, 16 receptions, 175 yards, he's only been in the end zone one time. Now, Devontae Adams, five touchdowns, but you're not winning games. Like, you made all these comments about, I'm playing with a guy that's just as good as Aaron Rodgers, and you got, now you're pushing cameramen down. Like, that, to me, is an underachieving moment. Like, you knocked a camera guy down, and he pressed charges on you. So, hey, it is what it is. Raiders are underachieving, but I think they can get it going again. I love Devontae Adams. He's the best, one of the best receivers in the NFL. But I want to thank Spice this bit Adams. this up like 30 seconds ago. Hey, man, look. You calm down. I want to thank Spice Adams. Damn. some <laughs> people don't follow the rules. I'm sick of it. You jumped out there and answered the question before we we're supposed to go, man. Like, calm down. So, I want to thank Spice Adams for joining me on the Rod Johnson Show. I want to thank uh, Sam Ekstrom, Matt DeBritz, we're running the keys back there. Spice has to get over with Taylor Rook and get something going. Tell Taylor, I said, hey. Um, when you subscribe to Locked On Sports Minnesota, you're getting endless Vikings talk with local experts. Subscribe to the free Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast feed wherever you find your podcast And find our videos on Locked On Sports Minnesota's YouTube channel. And also, Roku, Amazon Fire, download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app. You can watch all our videos. Have a great day.